posterity. First of all, I just want to say thank you for your time today and congratulations on such a funny and yet heartwarming film. I, I identify heavily with theater people and uh, uh, Tara, I'll start with you. Uh, tell me a little bit about Sandrine. Sandrine um, is a, I feel like she's sort of the heart and soul of the film. She kind of is the glue that holds everyone together um, throughout, but she, um, I feel like is finding herself throughout this film. In the very beginning, you know, um, she's lived this life with Tucker that um, she's very, uh, I'd say codependent and has a, uh, a very yeah, dependent dream with him. It's um, sort of his dream, you know, once upon a time was her dream, but I think that she's kind of just, you know, living her life for him. So, you know, over the course, she starts to sort of, um, you know, dig in deep and figure out what it is that she really wants. Um, through the course of, you know, all these crazy characters that come into the picture, she starts to sort of see, um, you know, who who Tucker is, who she is, and, and what their journey is together. Uh, Steve, Stephen, were you guys friends before the film? Did you guys know each other? Or that, that chemistry just happened... Uh, um, after the auditions. Yeah, thankfully. Uh, there's a lot of times where you enter into this and you don't know, you don't know if the person you're gonna act with is even good at acting. And then, uh, but it was uh, definitely, I lucked out in uh, having Tara as a scene partner, especially since we share so many scenes together. Um, but yeah, we hit it off right right at the bat. Um, we, we got there and started running lines, I think one night before everything started and it just started to make sense. It all started to click and then thankfully, you know, that translated on screen too. Um, yeah, we've watched this movie twice within the last week with two totally different audiences. And uh, and what's nice to see is that both times people really do get invested in the relationship that we share, no matter how crazy my character gets during the, the whole process. <laughs> uh, Tara, uh, does music play any role in your in you developing a character? Do you listen to soundtracks and, and playlists? All the time. Um, music is actually my first love. <laughs> if I had any ability, that would be my path, but um, not so much. But yeah, I, um, I listen to a lot of music, um, particularly, um, you know, a lot of music for, for Sandrine. Like I had to sing, you know, Prairie Girls. So I listened to that. I got a pre-recording of that, you know, sent to me. So I listened to that over and over. Um, and then just, you know, on set in between, you know, takes and stuff, it's, it's, it is very grounding for me. So yeah, nailed it on the head there. I'm trying to learn guitar right now, which is proving to be a very diff difficult task. So wow. anyway. I, I'm i I'm an auto harp uh, uh, survivor. Uh, okay. <laughs> no Not as good as you hear every day. In, in, in the modern world, there's just no reason to have an auto harp or an accordion unless you're a prisoner of war. <laughs> That's it. Stephen, how about you? Uh, uh, does music play a role in your life and, and, and in developing characters? Yeah, I, I'd say for Tucker, there was a lot of um, Mozart uh, running through those headphones. A lot of, uh, you know, just trying to get as extra and uh, but passionate as possible. You know, it's not, there are certain roles that require a lot of loud, heavy metal and this was uh usually i'd go into something that needs a lot of energy with um with that kind of a take but with this one it was it, to make him as uh faux renaissance as i possibly could it, it it was a lot of 
heavy classical music during that uh, filming period. Uh, Tara, is there a moment, you know, when you're filming a, a, an independent film like this uh, where everybody becomes a family? I mean, is, do, you, do you wait for that moment? Does it happen all the time? You know, luckily on this one, it, it doesn't happen every single time, but this one, it, it really did right out the gates. Um, we all just sort of mesh together. Um, I'm, I'm sure there's many different reasons for it. We're all kind of like theater nerds at heart. And so we just all got each other right away. And um, and there's a lot of downtime sort of in between where we got to really just get to know one, other, one another. And um, everyone was so unique and so themselves that it was just so interesting to, I feel like I, not only got one-on-one -on -one with every single person and dug into their life story, which was so fascinating, but just the whole group like was so cohesive. And um, yeah, it was a really lovely experience to have that sort of family well, bond. Before I hit the record button, uh, uh, we were talking a little bit about my friend Richard Kind and uh, how oh. just amazing he, you know, he's a Drama Desk Award winner. He's, he's, he's just an incredible actor and, and it can switch from drama to comedy in a in a heartbeat. And we were talking about that last scene in the movie. Um, it, it really is such a moving piece. And uh, with Christopher Lloyd and Richard Kind in your cast, did that buoy everything up? Yeah, I, I remember we were uh, in Fargo shooting. I think it was the second week when they uh, were able to solidify um, Christopher Lloyd as, as uh, Buford. And they came up to me before one of the scenes and they were just like, Hey, we got Christopher Lloyd. And I was like, for what, for this movie? And they were like, yeah, I was like, all right. And then you had Richard coming in. who's just a whirlwind of energy and notes and, 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 and input and stories. And it's just all always, always, always. And then, you know, they're like, all right, camera's rolling. And he just, and he's back in and it lasered in on you. And uh, yeah, you learn a lot from watching uh, two of the, the big heads. Uh, that I've seen, you know, in countless things growing up. So it was a really cool opportunity. Yeah. Tara, what do you think audiences are going to take away from watching the, the film Tank House? I think, um, you know, <laughs> um, there's so there's so much going on in there. I think that it's 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 nice to be able to laugh and take everything kind of lightly, but also um, see how you know groups come together that you know seemingly are all so different than each other, um, and come together and unite and and you know become a family. And I think that that's an important message that we need right now in the climate. Yeah. And um, yeah. Got a, it's got a lot more in there, but I feel like every single character has a storyline to share that you can take away from. So, yeah, it really is a group of odd fellows, you know, coming together, and it's so endearing. You know, there's very few movies that that really, you know, kind of do that. Bowfinger comes to mind uh, with uh, with Stephen uh, Steve Martin. Uh, that it's just it's 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 the acting. It's the writing, but it's also something ethereal that that brings it all together in such a way. Yeah, there's um, there's something interesting about you know where we've gotten to in the climate of um, uh, even comedies have to have some kind of a a deeper resonating meaning. Not as far as like relationships or family goes, but like worldwide. And and it's nice to have something finally where you know we left the first screening that we had out here in LA and then uh, we flew out to Fargo a couple days back and we had actually did a screening there for the locals and just being able to hear people laugh without any kind of parameters around it. It was, it was really nice to just kind of give the gift of just a silly 
heartfelt movie. Yeah. They laugh at such different parts than the LA crowd. So it's just so interesting how everyone sort of has their unique um, individual perspective on on things and comedy. It's true, you know, because because no matter where you are in the country, everybody's got a different set of sense of humor about something. And so it's it's amazing to see what works, what doesn't. And (laughs) and uh, what you thought was maybe a a dead scene turns out to be a rip roaring, you know, moment in the, in, in the film. Uh-huh. Yeah. Tara, I, before I leave, I want to say, uh, I loved you in Z nation. Uh, really? You, okay. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> listen, I watch all kinds of stuff. <laughs> that is such a silly, funny, interesting show. It's definitely not for everyone, but um, I'm happy you watched it. When I first got that, I, I watched it from the beginning and I'm like, what am I getting myself? Into? <laughs> <laughs> Who had the better catering, uh, Z Nation or this film? <laughs> um... <laughs> and with that. Uh, yeah. Just gonna leave that there. <laughs> so the uh, the potluck didn't really work out. You know, they both one was in Spokane, Washington, and the other one's yeah. in Fargo, North Dakota. You know, enjoy the corn. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pleasure talking with you.